Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine. I am a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 125. Today, I think it's important for us to discuss the difference between being self-aware and self-critical. I know I have struggled with being self-critical and considering it self-awareness. These are not the same thing. One can be very detrimental to your self-esteem, and one can be really helpful to your self-esteem. So let's get into it. There's one really easy way to know if you're being self-critical instead of self-aware. If you find yourself using phrases like, I should, I shouldn't have, I'm supposed to, I need to, anything like that, you are probably heading down the path to being self-critical instead of self-aware. One of the things that makes this hard to catch and really easy to fall into is the way we learned to speak as children. We speak the way that we hear adults speak. We learn vocabulary from the people around us. And saying things like, I need to, I should, or you need to, you should, is extremely common vernacular. And so, of course, your internal dialogue is going to stick with the language skills that you're used to. So don't be too hard on yourself if this is something that you find that you do. Let's just talk about it and work on not doing this anymore. So I say that to say this. It's really normal for it to come out of your mouth. Oh my gosh, I should have called them back. I shouldn't have eaten those cookies. I really need to be getting up earlier in the morning. That probably sounds like normal dialogue to most people. And what I want to do today is help you recognize why that's harmful and help you shift away from that. Let's start with one of the things that makes this so tricky. When you say something like, I shouldn't have eaten all those cookies, or I really need to be getting up earlier in the morning. On the surface, that sounds like a very neutral, normal, healthy acknowledgement of a very real truth. There's nothing mean or malicious or unkind in being aware of some things you could be doing differently. The issue is what's going on behind the scenes when we talk to ourselves like this or talk about ourselves like this. When you say, I shouldn't have eaten those cookies, you're taking note of an action that you had that was not helpful to you, but there's a condemning of yourself attached to that. I shouldn't have. And even if in the forefront of your brain, you're not aware of what happens next, a lot of times there's this silent dialogue going on and sometimes not so silent dialogue of you're so stupid. You always fall for this. You know better. You hate how fat you are. Why would you keep doing this to yourself? Something like that is happening on some level in your brain triggered by the you shouldn't have statement. When you say, I need to be getting up early in the morning, that may be very true. It might be very beneficial for you to start getting up in the morning. Yet what we're acknowledging when we say something like that is that you're doing something wrong. You're not doing the thing that you need to be doing. 
And again, that internal dialogue kicks in. You're lazy. You're self-destructive. You're wasting your life. You're never going to accomplish anything. For some of you, that dialogue after the I need or should statement is probably pretty loud and really hard to turn off. For some of you, it might be a lot more subtle and you might not even notice it's happening. What you might notice instead is at the end of the day, you're feeling overly drained, discouraged, dejected. Your self-esteem is suffering. Maybe you're having a hard time falling asleep. Maybe you find yourself falling into other behaviors throughout the day that you're trying to avoid and break the habits of. My point is it gets to you. One way or another, this type of dialogue to yourself is going to have a negative impact on you. If making I need, I shouldn't have, I should have statements to yourself worked, you wouldn't be finding yourself time and time again doing the same things that cause you to repeat those statements. The issue is that saying I should have, I need to, and that actually working is contingent on your willpower operating at maximum capacity at all times and bypassing the needs that you have. And while this can work short term, and there is definitely a time and a place to mind over emotion, circumstances that you're in, this is not a long-term fix. Sticking with our two examples, when you're eating all those cookies you're not supposed to be eating, some part of you is really needing those cookies right then. You're needing the sugar or the carbs. You're needing comfort. You're needing a memory to be released that's attached to eating cookies with a loved one. There's something going on that's causing that to be a greater need than the need you have to listen to yourself saying, I shouldn't be eating cookies. I want to lose weight. When you're not waking up on time in the morning, when you're not getting out of bed early and going for a walk or a run or hitting the gym and you're staying in bed and you're probably a little bit more aware of this one, some part of you is needing to stay in bed. You're needing the escapism that sleep and dreams offer. Your body is needing rest. Your body is needing healing. Your mind wants to avoid the real world. There are so many other things that are pulling on you, screaming their need that is louder than the logical part of your brain saying, I need to get out of bed. And this is why this type of thinking and this type of self-dialogue doesn't actually accomplish anything and is actually really self-critical because it's not going to fix the problem. It's going to lead on a downward slope of the way you're thinking and viewing yourself, and ultimately you're going to feel worse about yourself. Now, I'm not just going to leave you eating all the hypothetical cookies and staying in bed longer than you're supposed to, or whatever it is that you're facing. What I want you to do is start being self-aware instead. So what does that look like? Self-awareness is when you can notice, oh, wow, I really just sat here and ate a bunch of cookies. I just lost two hours scrolling on my phone and didn't realize it. I haven't gotten out of bed once in the past month to go work out in the morning or enjoy a sunrise or just have a quiet moment. Just notice and then ask yourself, what made that feel like I was meeting my needs? What was I really needing that made that feel like the answer? And we can use this for more serious things too. You just completely lost it on your partner or your kids or your employees. What was I needing that made that feel like the response I needed to have? Now, I want you to be prepared for the answer. Maybe you ate those cookies because 
You just weren't noticing how much time was passing and you let yourself get too hungry. And next time, if you just notice when you're hungry a little earlier, you'll make healthier choices with food. Maybe you completely lost it on your kids because you need your partner to be helping you more and you can now communicate that because you're realizing it. Maybe you're not getting out of bed because you're pushing yourself too hard after an injury and you really do need to be letting your body rest right now. And maybe the answers are quite a bit deeper than that. Maybe you're eating those cookies because this is the only form of comfort you're getting because you don't have people in your life that will hug you or compliment you or value you or spend time with you. Maybe you completely lost it on your kids because nobody in your world is seeing you or hearing you or respecting you and you feel like you're disappearing. Maybe you're staying in bed because you're not being very kind to yourself at night and you're doing things that are making it really hard for you to fall asleep or stay asleep or get rest at night. Whatever it is that you notice, I want you to refrain from making an I need or I should or I shouldn't statement in response to what you're noticing. Remember, we're working on self-awareness, not self-criticism. So what you can do next is ask yourself, is there a healthier thing I can do that can meet that need? Give yourself some space and time to come up with an answer to this question. Let it be okay if you cannot think of a solution immediately. Keep in mind, you haven't trained your brain to think about these things yet. Give yourself permission to experiment with what else might work. Give yourself permission to repeat the behavior you're trying to break while you work on solving this without condemning yourself. Maybe you thought eating some carrot sticks would stop you from eating those cookies, but that doesn't work and you end up eating the cookies. And then you think, you know what? Holding a hot cup of tea and letting that warmth enter my hands and just sipping that probably would have been really helpful. It's not too late. Have that cup of tea now. Maybe you're realizing that you don't get out of bed because you really do not want to go running. See if getting up to go walk or hike instead is enough to get you out of bed. And if you didn't do it on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or even Thursday, it doesn't mean it's too late. Try on Friday. See what happens. Part of the problem with getting stuck in self-critique is that we label ourselves as having failed. And when we've failed, we're less inclined to try again or immediately course correct. We feel like there has to be a reset. We've failed until next week when we'll try again or next month or or January 1st when we'll try again. When you're being self-aware instead of self-critical, you're not failing. So you don't need to have this reset some other time down the road. You get to just be curious in that moment about trying something else. If you find yourself making an I should or I need statement, shift your language to a I want to statement and see how you can fill in that blank. Now, let me tell you how this won't work. If you're telling yourself, I need to fold laundry, switching that to an I want statement, it's probably not going to feel true. It's probably not going to be true. And it's probably not going to motivate you. I want to fold laundry. Yeah, right. No, you don't. No, I don't. What do you want, though? I want to be able to get into my bed without a pile of clothes sitting on the other side. I want to be able to walk from my bed to the bathroom in the middle of the night without tripping on a laundry basket. I want to be able to wear the shirt that I like without finding it wrinkled in the bottom of a laundry basket. 
How do you get those things that you want? Well, you put away your laundry. Do you see how that's different? Now, if you're not finding a want that's working for you, if you hear all of those and you think, yeah, but I don't want any of those. I'm fine. My laundry basket's in the corner. I forget about it. I don't care if my clothes are wrinkled. Then maybe you don't want to put away your laundry. And maybe for right now, it's fine that it's sitting in a basket. Move on to another area. Don't berate yourself and make you feel bad about yourself for something that's obviously not bothering you that much. What about when you're losing it with your kids? I really should be a calmer parent. Yeah. Is that motivating you? No. I want to be a calmer parent. Uh, yeah, you do. But that's not the real want, is it? Maybe the real want is, I want to be able to enjoy my kids being kids. I want my kids to listen to me. I want to like being around my children. I want our time together to be fun and memorable and not exhausting and taxing where they're angry at me and I'm angry at them. I want them to know that I love them. Are those some wants you could get behind? Coming from a place of I should be calmer might not get you very far. But coming from a place of I want my children to know that I love them could really go a long way to helping you have a little bit more patience when talking to them. Telling yourself you should get up to go to the gym or you have to get up to go run might not be doing anything for you. But what is it you really want? Do you want to feel better in your body? Do you want more energy? Probably. But is that want deep enough to get you out of bed? It might not be. Maybe you have to go deeper than that. Maybe you want to feel sexy again. Maybe you want to be able to play with your kids or your grandkids without pain. Can you get out of bed for them? Maybe that's not even deep enough. So that might be a great time to ask yourself the question, what am I getting from staying in bed that I wouldn't get by getting out of bed and exercising? Maybe it's the escapism part of it. So maybe the way to get yourself out of bed to go for a walk is that's when you get to listen to a really fun audiobook or podcast. Maybe you get a friend to go with you to distract you so you're not left alone with your own thoughts. Maybe your body is still needing rest. So maybe a run or a gym isn't the correct answer. Maybe you can wake up and just stretch as the sun rises and you hear the birds chirping or do some yoga or meditate, or just sit outside and soak up some sun rays and fresh air. Maybe that's something that can get you out of bed if your body is still needing rest. You see, the goal is we're actually meeting your needs. Self-awareness notices when you're doing something that's not helpful to you and notices the need and allows it to be healthy and safe to have the awareness around what you can do to healthily meet that need and make good choices for yourself. Isn't that wildly different than being self-critical? When you do this, you allow it to be safe to practice doing things differently, to fail, to get curious. You make it safer to notice when something is wrong in the first place so it's easier to catch it before you do the behavior that leads you to say, I shouldn't have. Your goal this week is to ditch words like, I should, I shouldn't, I have to, I need to and start asking yourself what you actually want. Get curious about the internal need that your external behavior is meeting, or attempting to meet at least. Put up some sticky notes. Instead of a swear jar, have an I can't, I shouldn't, I need to jar. Whatever works for you to help you, catch when you're saying this to yourself and shift the dialogue. Notice how your behavior changes 
When you allow the conversation to go deeper instead of just being critical of yourself. Thanks for being here this week. I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you next time. Bye.